0: his words
1: I'll leave
0: you never just be true and I'll give to you life forever and forever I wonder what I could have done Thank you, Jesus. to deserve God's holy son you know it fights my battles until they're all won. Oh, who am I? Who am I that a king would bleed and die for? Oh, who am I that he would pray? Not my will, thine. The answer I may never know, just why he ever loved me so, that to an old rugged cross he would go, oh, who am I? That to an old rugged cross he would go, oh, who Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. hallelujah. Brother Luther, praise God, praise God. Again, we welcome everyone to the house of the Lord. Let's give the Lord a good hand clap of praise as
1: Brother Atkins comes now. The Bible says, Clap your hands, all ye people. And shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Somebody clap your hands and somebody lift up your voice in a praise. God, we love you. You are holy, God. Somebody give him an adoration of praise together right now. Come on. Just a moment longer. Let's love the Lord. Let's love the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please turn around and greet a guest, somebody close to you. Tell him, I'm so glad you're in church with me this morning. And while you remain standing, please open your Bibles. And we will read in, in Isaiah. Praise God. I would encourage all of us this morning to take time in the next few days and to invite as many people as we possibly can to church. We have church here tonight as you all well know. We have church Wednesday night and next Sunday. So let's invite somebody to church. Let's ask somebody and let's let's not ask one. Let's ask multiple peoples and say let's come to church with us and invite somebody. The Bible says compel them to come. Is that what it says? It says compel them to come. And I was Absolutely astounded here Wednesday night, a story that I think will impact me for the rest of my life. I heard of Elder Brother Looper and uh, our pastor's brother, if I recall correctly, said, If you'll come to church with us, we will take a a payment off of your, your charge. I've done a lot of things in life trying to get people to come to church. I've never went to that extent. That's somebody that's desperate to see people in church, amen. And so let's do whatever we have to do. There's a man sitting in Noblesville this morning, an Hispanic fella named Alex. He comes to church, brings his wife, his daughter. He's there every single Sunday. The reason being, he's there because we met at a car wash. He asked for change. I didn't have no quarters to give to him he walked away and i felt like god said man i just gave you an opportunity so i called him back i said hey you know what i don't have no quarters but i do have some dollar bills and i'll be glad to give those to you if you promise to come to church and he said are you serious i said i'm absolutely serious i'll give you all this money if you'll come to church and I hope that if you don't show up, I hope God gets you real good. He laughed and I laughed. He's been in church every Sunday morning since then. That's probably been five or six years ago. Never received the Holy Ghost. But I'm still hoping that today I get that phone call. It says, Brother Atkins, you remember that guy that you invited? He got the Holy Ghost this morning. I believe God can change every situation. We have to get serious about so winning it. Look at your neighbor and say, we got to get serious about soul winning. What's it take? What's it take to bring somebody? What's it going to take? Is it take you inviting them and saying, hey, I'll take you out and buy you dinner? Man, I've done that multiple times. I've lost count on that one. Bought people's meals. Whatever we have to do, let's fill this place up. How many of you would be willing to give up your chair if we just flooded this place with guests? Is that all right? I hope your hand went up. I'm willing to give mine up for somebody. I want to see somebody make it. want to see somebody make it. Amen. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse number 1. Isaiah chapter 54 verse number 1. Again, please allow me to say very quickly how excellent that it is to be here with you. And to be here Brother and Sister Looper and their extended family, the girls, Nathaniel, grandson, love them very, very much, appreciate them so very, very much. Of course, Brother and Sister Duplessy, great people of God, and I love them very, very much. Learning from him, he is a, he's very skilled learning from him, love to be around them, Glad to be with all of you. I love this church very, very much. I feel like I'm surrounded by friends. I feel like I'm surrounded by friends. I mean that sincerely. Isaiah chapter 54, and verse number 1. If you have it, please say amen. The Bible says the words, Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. What an incredible statement. Sing, O barren. Thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud. Thou that didst not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Everybody say amen. One more time, I'm going to ask you to lay your Bibles down and give the Lord a great hand clap of thanksgiving. For Every time the Bible is lifted time that it's read, brought to our hearing and to our understanding. Thank God for the Bible. Thank God for the Bible. Thank God for the Bible. Amen. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child. If you're going to help me preach, you may be seated. If you're not, remain standing so that we all know who you are. All right. Thank you all so very much. The scripture that we read here this morning is a step into the realm called faith. To do that which is against our very nature. Sing, O barren. Thou that didst not bear. What an incredible statement is made in those few verses. Very clear to all of us, singing is a natural emotion in the heart of every man. It is an expression of our soul. Joyous or sad, the effect of our song I believe, increases as we grow in age. Singing has a powerful influence on us. It has a unifying power to bring us closer together. It is a compelling force in a time of crisis. Our national anthem, excuse me, that is penned and was penned by the man Francis Scott Key during the War of 1812, as the British ships bombarded Fort McHenry, tells of the intensity, tells of the destruction, and the emotion that this writer felt as he writes the song to our national anthem. He is obviously influenced by what he sees. And by what he is going through, can I get a witness from the church? And so God has created in all of us the ability to sing songs. We find solace. We find power in the words of a song. Songs draw us nearer to the heart of God. They are, and they help us build a stronger relationship with God. They're a very important tool in our services as we move from the fleshly realm to a spiritual realm. The Bible still pins the words, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Somebody help me. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. It is our responsibility Dictated by God to enter with a praise. Can I get a witness from somebody? The history of singing is recorded all the way back to the earliest days of men. Exodus chapter 15, the Bible says that Moses and the children of God began to sing at the song, the song of deliverance as they walked out of the land of Egypt. The Bible tells you that That the daughter, excuse me, the the sister of Moses lifted up her tambourine and began to play and to sing a song of praise to God after they crossed the Red Sea without getting a foot wet. The Bible tells you in Judges chapter 5 that Deborah and Barak sang that their enemy was vanquished. David implemented singers in the tabernacle In the, in the temple of God and said, not just the priest will sing, but more importantly, let all the people sing day and night. The New Testament places great importance on singing as well because Matthew chapter 26, excuse me, and verse 30, the Bible says that Jesus himself sang songs with the disciples. If you believe that, say amen. Acts chapter 16, the Bible says Paul and Silas prayed to God and sang praises to God in the middle of a great situation. And it brought an incredible deliverance. The impossible became possible because somebody learned to sing a praise to God. Let's stop Let's give God our hand of praise together right now and tell God you're worthy of every praise that I lift to you. Somebody give him a moment of praise together. Amen. Somebody say amen. Sing, O barren thou that didst not bear. Break forth into singing. And the writer here is trying to clearly make a statement. He is telling us to go opposite against what our fleshly emotion and natural law is in us and instilled within us. But I recall that the Bible pins the words in one place that it says to walk by faith and not by sight. There comes a time when you've got to stop And get your eyes and your attention off of what's going on around you. And rather lift your voice and lift your eyes back to the creator of all things. And understand that he is in control. And that he is still on top of it all i believe that god wants everybody to respond according to what you feel but there comes a time in the philosophy of your mind and in your situation where he says sing oh barren opposite that fleshly emotion that you might possibly be feeling in spite of the barrenness that's in your spirit you've got to lift up your voice and give god your I'm going to ask somebody right now just to take 15 seconds out of your busy schedule and let God know this 15 seconds is dictated back to you. I wish i had a witness to the effect when i say there are days when i do not feel like rejoicing but god's ways are not our ways and he walked he works differently than what we do and the flesh is saying i can't but god is saying it's time to sing god is saying i want you to lift up your voice when you don't feel like singing anyway And I believe that God realizes when you sing from the depth of your spirit, when I don't feel like it, when hell is coming against me and my world is rocked and turned upside down, then I will sing my praise to God. And God says, that's the best song that you can sing. I'm telling you, somebody ought to stop and give God your praise because God has been good to you. Somebody clap your hands. Somebody make a noise of praise. Come on, let's have church here today. I believe God wants somebody to understand. In the depth of despair, lift up your voice and sing anyways. In the lowest valley, lift up your voice and let your voice be recorded on top of the mountain. In the bottom of the valley, lift up your voice and give God your praise. Oh, somebody ought to rejoice right now. Somebody ought to rejoice. What about some of the rest of us right now? We've got the fleshly strength to run circles around grandma. But I'm telling you, we hold back and we let intimidation destroy our blessing. I'm telling you, reach up your hands and give God your praise. I dare you right now to lift up your voice like a trumpet. I dare you to lift up your voice like a trumpet. My God, the Holy Ghost is in this place right now. Come on, reach over, grab somebody and just shout the name of Jesus until you feel it in the depth of your souls. God gives us food to eat and God gives us water to drink. God puts a roof over our head and God clothes us with the finest of raiment. God puts the finest of shoes on our feet and God provides every ability that's been given to us and time after time we walk through those back doors without a lip dragging on the floor and asking like an excuse and looking like an apology but God saying i don't want to hear about your bad times i want you to lift up your voice and tell me how great i am I wish somebody right now would just take a moment of what you feel like doing and tell God, I'm not going to be intimidated by somebody else and I will not let my flesh control, but I'm going to lift up my voice. Oh, come on, there goes some other folks right now that's moving. There goes some other folks right now that's moving. I'm telling you, Grandma, it can happen. It can happen. God could reach that distant soul. Somebody lift up your voice and give God your praise offering. (laughs) Blessed be the Lord who loaded us daily with his benefits. We are blessed And we need to be reminded of how good God is to all of us. I'm telling you, it's easy to praise God. When everything's going well. It's easy to praise God when the bills are paid. And the situation looks like it's going to get a final answer. It's easy to praise God when the situation looks like it's coming to an end. It's easy to praise God when your family's surrounding you in a strong nucleus. And you feel the strength of your brothers and sisters. But God's hand in the midst of despair. Lift up your voice and sing O Baron. When you don't feel like it, lift up your voice and praise him anyways. When things are going against you, lift up your voice and praise him anyways. Man, I feel like getting jack-wild crazy here right now. I'm telling you right now that God deserves our very, very best. I need the church right now to clap your hands and make a noise of praise to a holy God. It's too hot in Texas and it's too cold in Indianapolis. It's too wet in Washington and it's too dry. In Arizona, and God saying, "All you want to do is complain, but what I'm asking you to do is stop and to reconsider where you are and how good I've been to you." I want to remind you this morning that you walk not into just a, a, just a, a typical church st- setting this morning. You did not enter into the re- into a regular building this morning. But you walked into the presence of an almighty God. You walked into the presence of a God that looks at you and is looking at you and judging you right now by your response. What would be your response if God says, I'm looking for my praise. I'm looking for that voice to be lifted in spite of it all. I will sing to God my best. Come on, grab a hold of somebody and just shout hallelujah until it rocks your core. When things are good, I'm going to praise him. When the blessings are flowing, I'm going to praise him. But when fear sets in, I'm going to praise him. When lawlessness prevails, I will praise him when my troubles come against me. I will praise him when hope seems gone. I will praise him when I'm weary and well doing. I will praise him. I wish somebody would just stop and consider how good God's been to you. Just for the next few moments. Understand that God has blessed you with all that you have. My job, my vehicle, my family, my health, that I've got breath in my body, that I've got a great church, that I've got an excellent pastor, that I've got great people around me. God's been better to me than I've ever deserved. That's why I will not, I will not keep my praise locked up inside, but I will rejoice. I will rejoice in God. Somebody lift up your hands and somebody lift up your voice and somebody give God your best praise together right now. Woo! What kind of Sunday night would be in Silsby? If there'd be some folks right now that would make up their mind, I will not keep my praise locked up inside. Though I don't feel like it, I'm going to let God know you've been better to me than I've ever deserved. In the worst of the worst, come on, can I get a witness? God is better than the worst situation. God is great and God deserves my very best praise. I'm asking somebody here in the next few moments to lift up your voice and sing when it seems like all hell is coming against your home. When it seems like that rascal that you're married to doesn't want to live for God and give themselves to God, I'm going to give my praise to God anyhow. When it seems like my children are going to walk away and never find their way back, I'm going to let God know, God, you've been better to me than I could ever pay you. Come on, can I get a witness? I'm asking somebody right now that's living in the midst of a financial situation that's distressed and turned upside down, lift up your voice and give God your praise. I'm asking somebody right now that their marriage is on the rocks, lift up your voice and give God your praise. I got to quit. And I don't want to quit. I don't want to take advantage of your hospitality. A young man from my church, a good friend of mine, called me some days ago. Brother Atkins, can we just talk about Ecclesiastes chapter 3? You all know the words. I don't even have to tell you what they say. For every season and time, There is a purpose under heaven. As we're reading through those verses, you all know those. A time to laugh, a time to cry, a time to get, and a time to refrain. So many things that could be listed here. All of a sudden, I stopped. It was like a revelation. Judge me if you want to. I hope that you won't. But I felt like God just showed me something. Because in all those verses, 1 through 8, I never found a time where it said there is a time to praise God. It does not say those words. Don't mince words with me because it does say there's a time to sing and a time not to sing. I know what that's talking about. But it does not say that there's a time to praise. You know why? Because it never changes seasons for praising God. When my back's against the wall and I'm just trying to fight my way out. When the pressures of life have got me weighted down and I'm just struggling along. It's still time to praise God. When my wife and family are a thousand miles away and it keeps me up every night, I still want God to know you deserve my very best praise. I'm telling somebody right now, in the mix of your problems, you need to stop. You need to put your attention back on God and say, God, you deserve my all. You deserve my all. I don't feel like I'm well in my body this morning. But guess what, God? My voice has still got enough strength to tell you that I love you above all names. Can I get a witness from somebody right now? I may not be able to run the aisles like the young bucks can. But guess what? I can lift up my feeble hand. I can let God know in the midst of my desperation, you're still my God. I've got some folks on my side right now. I can feel it. I can feel some men on my side right now. And if I got you on my side, that's all I want. I'm just telling you right now, the greatest church service we'll ever have in this building is when we come in here and we say in spite of it all, I will not let my problems dictate my outcome, but I will lift up my voice. I wish somebody right now would lift up your voice like a trumpet unabashedly unashamedly lift up your voice like a trumpet can I have some brother right now that's not afraid to help me praise God Can I have some sister right now that knows that I'm walking through the lowest valleys of my life but I owe God praise. Can I have some grandpa and some grandma right now that will say God has brought me from a mighty long ways. In season... And out of season. Sing when it's good and sing when it's bad. Keep singing, sis. Please don't stop singing. You've got the attention of God right now. Please don't stop singing. When there's trouble around you, sing in the darkness of the night. When you're fighting a battle, lift up your voice and say, I don't see the end of the fight. But I will sing in the depths of my trial. When all the world is against me, I will sing. When you're going through hell, just keep going. And lift up your voice and sing. I'm going to ask everybody in this building right now that's physically able to come around the fronts. Never person to stand if you're not physically able to stand in your place. And every voice lift up your song. Right now, lift up your song. I cannot sing it for you. Nobody can sing it like you can. Nobody can praise him like you're able to. Nobody has the ability to get his attention like you can. That's it. Come on. Come on. That's it. Come on. That's it. I'm telling you, there's something very deep and very powerful that's brawling through this building right now. And I would ask this church right now to lift up your voices for just a few moments of time and sing your praise to God. Come on. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. You've got the very attention of God himself. the psalmist David wrote as he was so capable. What a writer. What a songwriter. History has never known another David. David says in Psalm Division 77, he says, I call to remembrance my song in the night. Thou hast kept me from awakening. In other words, I cannot find no peace in my spirit. And in the middle of the night, I feel those old spirits come back to haunt me. I feel that desolation. I feel that aloneness. I feel like I'm all by myself. But he said, I call to remembrance my song in the night. In other words, at the lowest of my low those rascal children that I raised and paid and you know gave them so much they don't want to live for God but guess what I'm going to do I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to sing anyways I've not received that miracle from God that was promised to me my body's still not healed incompleteness but guess what I'm going to lift up my voice and I'm going to give God my song. my finances have got me on my knees I don't know what to do and where to turn the bills mount up but guess what I'm going to sing to God Can I tell you all, and I I know when I make this statement, you won't hold this against me because I really feel like this church loves me. I, I mean that sincerely. But let me tell you all something very, very plain. I don't care what you do when you come to church. You can sit there like a bump on a log and never give God praise. You will not intimidate this old country boy. You know why? Because God has been better to me than I've ever deserved. I'm asking for an affirmation from somebody in the crowd right now. I'm asking for an affirmation from somebody right now that says, you know what? I don't deserve to even walk through these doors. I don't know what the good thing is about me, but God found me at the depth of despair and He lifted me up. Some of you are a thousand miles away from me right now, just as far as Beth is from me but I really feel like that. I've got some folks with me right now. It says, Oh God, my best. How many times have I walked through those doors with excitement to see you all and really not with the excitement that belongs to Him. Guilty. Guilty. How many times have they sang the songs and I thought, Why that particular song? And I let it slip right past me. And God was saying, I had a blessing in that song for you. Am I the only one? I won't look for fear of embarrassing anybody. But I'm asking this church to understand my heartbeat this morning. What kind of service would we have if right now, right now, we laid the groundwork What's fixing to take place here on Sunday night? This church beams are gonna rock with voices being lifted. Every young person that walks through the doors has got the ability to make the glass tremble in its st- in its setting. Every saint of God has the ability to lift up their voices and, and make these, these great this great amphitheater rock. With the, with the praises to an almighty God. What would take place right now if we just said, you know what? I'm not holding back. I'm not holding back. This is, this is it. This is it. This is it. Right now. Right now. I'm laying the groundwork for what's going to take place on Sunday night. I dare you right now. I dare you right now to let God see what belongs to God. It could be a complete miracle I'm telling you right now that God has no limits to his powers and all God is looking for is somebody that says my praise belongs to you oh God come on I dare you right now lift up your voice come on don't worry about somebody else don't worry about somebody else don't even look around at somebody else but lift your voice That's somebody singing right there.